You're listening to episode 31 of the National Centre for Writing podcast with me, Simon Jones. Every week we talk about the writing life and discover exciting new projects. It's Wednesday 6th of February 2019 here at Dragon Hall in Norwich, and this week we're visiting the archives to pull out an amazing recording of comics writer Alan Moore. This is from the Norfolk and Norwich Festival way back in 2013, when audiences were treated to a rare glimpse of an unreleased Moore project. It was to be an opera about the alchemist John Dee, but the show never reached the stage. Instead, here we have Alan reading a tantalising extract. Alan Moore has an astonishing back catalogue of work ranging from Marvel and DC work to the genre-redefining 1980s masterpieces Watchmen, V for Vendetta and From Hell. He's exerted a huge influence on the comic's form and wider culture, and what follows is a remarkable glimpse of a project that was not to be. Uh, we, we walked all the way from Hackney um, out to Mortlake, which was the home of Dr. John Dee, who was Queen Elizabeth's uh, advisor, astrologer, court magician, and he was probably the man behind the biggest grand project of all, in that it was John Dee who apparently uh, went into uh, talked to Queen Elizabeth and said, um, your, your Majesty, I've figured out that there's this obscure myth that a Prince Madoc had sailed from Wales with a crew of Celts and Druids and had gone to the New World. And he said, well, I don't know if this is true or not, but it strikes me that I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. <laughs> <laughs> it strikes me, Your Majesty, that um, based upon this myth, we might be able to claim that England actually owns the new world. And I suppose you could do this with quite a lot of places, really, and then I suppose you'd have what you might call a British Empire. And it was him who first used the words. Uh, it was him who came up with the concept. And... Um, he was uh, an unusual person. Um, he spent the uh, final um, years, well, probably the last few decades of his life, uh, talking to entities which he had to refer to as angels, because if he'd called them anything else, then he would have been set on fire. Um, now, uh, I've been interested in Deep for a long time. Uh, he strikes me as probably the person who invented modern England. I mean, his books alone, the books in his library, which survived the mob, probably provides um, the basis for most modern thought. And this is not even the guy, this is just his library. He had the single surviving editions of all of these key works. Um, now, uh, a couple of years ago, I was approached by a popular music ensemble who um, invited me to do an opera about um, superheroes. And I told them that I would rather blind myself with my thumbs than <laughs> in doing such things. And they said, oh, well, they really want to work with you. You know, maybe you could do something about, like, magic. Um, <laughs> and then 
because I had a failing of mine. I just, I just wanted to show off and show what I knew. So I said, well, I suppose if you're going to do something about magic, then it'd be best, if you're talking about doing an opera, it'd be best to do something about alchemy. And um, because actually opera, modern opera, sprang out of alchemy. Uh, Monteverdi was an alchemist. He kind of came up with opera um, purely to express alchemical ideas. Um, and I said, and if you're the Manchester International Festival, which they were, um, <laughs> of course I wouldn't have said it, would I? <laughs> uh, I said, then you could probably do no worse than um, to actually focus upon John Dee, who was an alchemist, who uh, was actually exiled to Manchester and uh, basically laid out and developed most of modern Manchester. Um, anyway, the, uh, the collaboration with the, um, the pop group concerned, uh, it didn't really go very far for, for technical reasons. Um, <laughs> Technically, they were dicks. <laughs> but uh, there are. This is a this is a surviving scene, and uh, this is the opening scene where it was intended to be John D. in 1605, which was the end of his life. Uh, he'd returned to Mortlake to find it ransacked. He'd lost all of his family except the one daughter um, to plague while he was in Manchester. So him and his daughter had returned home uh, and she looked after him in Mortlake until the end. Uh, this was the inspiration for, I mean, John Dee, he inspired Christopher Marlowe's Faust. He was the direct inspiration for Ben Johnson's The Alchemist and uh, Shakespeare's Prospero. Um, the story of uh, Prospero on his island attended only by his spirits and his daughter, was pretty much the story of John Dee. Uh, only he wasn't on an island, he was in Mortlake. So, by Wake, what year is this? What time? I wake from blazing dreams. The salt ache in my bladder warns that I am yet alive, although not long. Pray God, not very long. Here in my mortlake, on my pond of death, the world I made recedes from me like a tide. I hear my daughter in another room, the sighs she makes, the clattering of pots, yet save for she, I am by all this murderous and copulating world forgot. The alabaster queen and all her curls of tangerine are flown away. Within their wake, my favour and my fame. I hear the whisperings of spies no more, nor yet the baboon rants of emperors. Save one, my family were took by plague. This yellow matter knuckled from my eyes the amber droplets shaken from my prick. Are these the only gold wrought by my alchemy? I chained the stars and with them tamed the sea. 
I shrank the universe into a sign. I shaped an empire from the empty air, and once, with feathered voices everywhere, an alphabet of destiny was mine. <coughs> Their A's I'd taught to them, their B's and C's refracted in my gem. But what of D? I break wind, and it is to me a music who had the conversation of the spheres. I hear my daughter in another room. Sometimes she'll sing a line or two, then cease, as if made mindful of my dreary decline. I wish she'd carry on. The powdered throngs of dukes and conjurers are gone, and I am all alone, save she. And thee. I see you dimly, as in a black glass, rising to darkness, in your silent rows like a tribunal or a circus mob, and all of your strange eyes are fixed on me. What are you? Whence comes this unearthly crew that I have sensed about me all my days as through a curtain or a hanging cloth, betrayed now by a whisper, now a cough? What are you? Lapse infernal or divine, suspended in our sooty firmament, who watch us stumble through our clumsy lines and offer neither jeers nor yet applause? What are you? And what bloodless realm is thine? Are all our strivings and adulteries but the diversion of a phantom horde that shifts impatient in its cirrus chairs, consults its playbills while men live or die, and only stares? What are you? In the book that Enoch writ are powers that loveth earthly things too well, thrown down from grace until eternity, cast out by the Almighty. Is it thee? Are our beloved mortal fields your hell? Or be ye spirits of futurity, born only of a frantic, flailing mind, desperate to know he left something behind. Imagining a world that's yet to be where all of his asylum speculations are proved true. I hope I am still God's man. What are you? But, but see how he converses with himself and wonders that folk think him ill of mind. I rave and weep and gaze into my stone, and I entreat the seraphs and the thrones for counsel on the blood that's in my stool. With their reply, ambiguous. With their reply, ambiguous, when they reply at all. I hear my daughter in another room, and am undone to think she pities me. <coughs> I would to her be limbed in blinded suns. I would my garment were the boundless sky, and in her gaze reflected, no, but I was all my century's light. I was John Dee. 
I was not ever this rain-sodden sketch with half my lines erased, <coughs> my colours run. Nor always did I navigate a path no further than the sorry chamber pot. Rather, I measured oceans with my stride, and numbers told to me their secret names. I drew the circles, and I spoke the words that half our reeking globe is stood upon. Yet men shall rake my grave smooth when I'm gone, and then to the uncomprehending flame, to the perusal of illiterate fires, consign my library. I was a fellow of the school of night, and when Kit Marlowe wrote of Faust, he wrote of me. In my jet mirror is the future now all clouds with nothing there to read, nothing to scribe. My present is pared down to these stark walls that are my last horizons, are my final skies, and yet so close, so near, so shabby where the lining paper sags, in place of constellations and the cracks. Below, within my penitentiary flesh, a great dismantling proceeds unchecked. My vistas and my panoramas are unfolded to nowhere, save in memory. Both my tomorrows and todays are done. The unrecoverable past is all my pasture now, my only liberty. When I was jack of angels and the heavens were alight, when I was known by men and by those more than men, when I was young, when I stared down the florid monster of Bohemia in his den, for in my glass I bested worse, far worse than he. When I was young, I was the pivot of the world. I was John Day. Thanks for listening. The 2019 lineup for the Norfolk and Norwich Festival, including our City of Literature events, will be announced at the end of the month with tickets available early March. Keep an eye on NNF's website or nationalcentreforwriting.org.uk. I was actually in the audience for that Alan Moore event from 2013, so it was my first interaction with the National Centre for Writing. Way back then, I never expected to actually be working here. Meanwhile, please do subscribe, rate and review the podcast over on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify or wherever you happen to be listening. If you have writer friends, please do let them know about us. It's the Dragon Hall Salon next week, so if you're in town, please do drop by. It's totally free entry, and it's always full of interesting writers of all persuasions, from complete beginners to seasoned professionals. There's even a bar, although the bar isn't free, but that's probably a good thing. To make sure you're always the first to know about upcoming writing opportunities and events, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Writers Centre. You can like us on our Facebook page or sign up to the newsletter at nationalcentreforwriting.org.uk. Thanks again, keep writing, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.